This episode of 603 is going to be very Inception-y. We have an episode within an episode. Yesterday was April 1st, April Fool's Day. April Fool's? April Fool's. And uh, I had this really good idea for April Fool's for 603 that we would create an entirely fake episode that was convincing people that we were shutting our doors. Uh, (laughs) We kind of made the episode. We have just a fraction of it that I scraped together and then I'm going to play for you now. Um, And then afterwards, um, Sam and I are going to talk about... Dissect it. We're going to dissect it and talk about how frustrating it was and get to some of the creative um, tensions that we ran into trying to do this episode Uh, Yeah, it's about six minutes. It's going to end very abruptly because we didn't finish it. But um, here we go. Here was our yesterday's April 1st episode. It's been a while coming back. Special intro Mm. on this track. Mm. My name's Bergadder, Sammy T. Wrapping up with the Maddie D. It's a studio 603 and I'm coming back. Been about six weeks, so I just want to say hello, everybody. I'm alive and I'm feeling pretty vulnerable. Jen Wobbles, you're in trouble. Rapping on the beat, I'm like Barney Rubble, because I'm prehistoric. Dropping old school rhymes like a like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm coming with my idea now. The intro's over. Uh, the intro's over. Welcome back, everybody, to Studio 603. Good intro. <laughs> I think we're going to keep it. We've never started with the freestyle. Big news. Big news. So, Anchor.fm, which is the podcasting platform that we use... If you're going to do your own podcast, highly recommend using Anchor. They give you analytics about the episodes, who's listening. I found out from their little pie chart of countries that listen to us. We have a listener in Ireland, which I think I don't know how, I don't know who that is, but to you Irish man or woman, hello. Um, <laughs> you said there's other countries too. Yeah. Uh, we should pull up at some point. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll pull, I, that was the one that stuck out to me. It was like, you know, Canada, America, and then like three other countries, but Ireland jumped out. I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> I think me and Levi should sit down, make our own podcast where we try and reach a listener in our top <laughs> countries that we, we stay in. Uh, <laughs> What would be your first country? Well, I'd probably want to like I'd want to go to like the the furthest mm. realms, the depths mm. of the earth. That's a that's a compl- maybe the furthest person that could listen to me and Levi is on the International Space Station. <laughs> yeah, we should do a campaign. Yeah. Uh, so in addition to where people are listening from, it also gives us the number of counts of how many people have listened to our episodes. Uh, When Sam and I first started this podcast, we were sitting down on the couch with very little clue, just a name of what we were going to do. And we have reached 
603 listeners. We peaked. <laughs> yes, we, we've reached our destiny of uh, how many people, or how many, it's not people, but that's how many listens we have. That's a huge deal. And, you know, I feel like, I haven't really talked to Sam about this much yet, but I feel like we should go out while we're on top. Yeah. Bow wow. Like, you got, you've got a sellout show, you do two. You quit yeah. whilst you're ahead. Yeah. Like, like gambling. Quit whilst you're ahead. Yeah. I mean, that's, we've done, th- this, this has been a really great enterprise. We have, I think we have like 24 hours of material. So if, you, if you're on a long distance drive from New Mexico to Alaska, you could literally listen to 603 the entire way. We've decided that we're closing the chapter on 603. Rip. It's been good. We've gotten a lot out of it. We've had 17 people on the show over our tenor, which is amazing. And I don't know, I think we should honor it by giving a highlight reel of our favorite parts. Okay. Um, mine being the, the first one that comes to mind is... Pippa's first words on our show touched me deeply. If you listen closely in episode three, you can hear him in the background. Mm. Mm. Cause she joins in when we say studio 603. Yeah. Yeah. Studio, studio 603. Yeah. But it's, it, it's, be- it's beautiful. Yeah. I wept. What about you? What's, what sticks out? Big things happen, man. We're in, did an episode up in Ottawa. Yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. Interviewing Wynonna Smoke with her research. Trudeau came in on that one. Just a cameo, though. You can hear him in the background. Um, also, your British tea party with Connor and Nicholas Pratt's daughters was adorable. It was fun until they threw it into a canal and turned into a Boston tea party. <laughs> <laughs> Another 603 highlights before we close the book. If you go to episode uh, 10... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, if you go to the Jen Wobbles episode... Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you can hear, at the 18-minute mark, Winston speaking to India. Like, verbalizing words. 1810. In, in Hindu? In Hindu. <laughs> the one time you found a country on Google Maps that no one else had found before? Atlantis. Mm. That one time we uh, did a podcast with walkie-talkies. I was at college and you were at college. Yeah. At your uni. Yeah. And we just called in. The clarity was surprisingly yeah, bright. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. Uh, that one time that we went into um, Tim Hortons and the woman behind the cash register saw our 603 shirts and gave us our copies for free. That happened. Oh, there, um, there's also that time that we did a live broadcast from... I think it was our first live broadcast from Maggie and Jose's wedding. Yeah, the secret wedding. So that was cut down from about an hour conversation. Yeah, there was a lot of <laughs> candid conversation, yeah. flying the wool stuff happening. Yeah. And when I first pitched the idea to Sam, he was 
uh, really enthused and uh, we, we had a lot of momentum behind it. And then once we sat down to record this um, fake episode, just it just lit on fire very quickly. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Yeah, it was like a paper, paper and aeroplane now, or sound fire. It was just, it was <laughs> burning down. This, see, me and Matt are pretty malleable with one another, but this was the first time we've both been on very different, like, spectrums. S- sides of the creative sides. canyon. Yeah. It was unreal. And we were just not budging whatsoever. Yeah, so I, yeah, I had this vision of, like, just sitting down, like spitballing a bunch of fake news, and then cutting it down into like a you know a powerhouse you know ten minute episode that was entirely fake, and we would take down uh, at the end of yesterday, and whoever got to it got to it, but like clearly it's fake because you know it was so silly. Yeah, we were gonna talk about being aired on CNN, talk about you know there's a Trudeau cameo like. However, <laughs> well, yeah, it was, I saw it differently from that. I was on the different end of the spectrum. Mm. I just thought it was going to be like a two minute joke and then that's it. Um, Whereas I think I didn't want it to be an episode joke because I, I just didn't feel it as an episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's really hard to... Like, really go for something that is not in your wheelhouse of creative comfort. Yeah. And yeah. just, like, just totally jump into it and sell it. I think the same... I felt the same feelings I did yesterday when uh, I took an improv class once. And the only way improv works is if everybody in the room, A, knows it's improv, and B... <laughs> Everyone, you just throw yourself into it, yeah. and it it gets ridiculous fast. But like that's a part of like the joke. And so we were running this like improv piece without telling the audience that it was improv. Yeah, and I think that's yeah that's where we kind of I feel like hit our like bump. Mm. It's like jumping off a really high diving board, and you're standing looking over. You want to jump, but you like, you don't want to do it. You can't not, commit. Yeah. And then as the longer that you can't commit, the worse it gets. Oh, because there's like a lineup behind you. And it's just like, this isn't happening. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get off. I'm not jumping. Yeah. Whereas if you just do the old, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. it's such a different outcome. And I think that that's one thing Sam and I always talk about what makes us different. I think that's one thing that makes you and I different is that I'm somebody who will uh, just like run in to a, you know, a metaphorical house on fire and you would, you would exhibit like slightly more caution, <laughs> we, <laughs> which, which is good. Yeah. Cause you, you, there've been several moments in our life where you said, I don't think we should do that. And it's actually worked out for the better. So I appreciate yeah. your caution. And I, if anyone that doesn't know me and Matt would be making like a bit of an informal uh, joke list of things that we do differently. So it'd be something like placement of uh, mugs. Oh, yeah. 
the small little things that we do. And <laughs> Wait, hold on. I need, I need to explain that point. So uh, when I like am rustling around in the kitchen, I like put stuff down. I'm like moving stuff around, you know, grabbing spatulas, that other stuff. And Sam, Sam always is just looking at me from the corner of his eye. And uh, for me, it's probably just a weird quirk. Like, I don't think it's... I just think it's a quirk difference between us. But I won't... <laughs> anything I place, I've come to learn about myself, is I won't place it tough. Like, I go really soft and slowly whenever I place things down. And... You're like a Tibetan monk in the kitchen. So when Matt would place mugs down, like that... See, that, like, makes me, like, really... Like, that, like, ruins my vibe right now. And it, it's not like I get angry about it. It just it stresses me out that the mug can be broken or chipped. Mm. And it's not that I care about the mug. It's... I don't break things that much. Or I'm very cautious about... I don't know how you'd explain it. Like the it you, you have, like, a non-violent... There's this whole, you know, non-violent movement... You have a non-violent existence. Word. Yeah, that's the Where, the, you know, you, you know, because you're somebody, you listen to, like, rap music, and you, you like, like to pump iron at the gym, but, like, at the same time, you have this, like, very, um, yeah, like, non-violent way of existing, like, in this apartment, <laughs> in this space, which is, like, really nice. Like, I don't even, I didn't even notice it until he pointed it out, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, that is really nice. But I, I want to make the point. It's not that Matt is living wrong or anything. It's just our differences that we have. I'm just a very loud person. Yeah. Like, another thing that we do, and I think we, you already knew this, and me and Lauren came to learn this about each other, is if we were ever at a restaurant, I would whisper to Lauren in the, in, if we were at a booth or I, I do it with you. Mm. But you would talk, like, you and Lauren talk, like, normal in a... Because um, we're at Eastside Mario's. Exactly, yeah. And it's <laughs> so, Sometimes I would find myself just saying, Lauren, shh, like, bring the volume down. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why I'm like it. It's just, uh... That, that's a really balancing thing. I'm, I'm appreciating But Lauren's that. not loud. You're not a loud person. It was just like, yeah, we're just yeah. making a list based with yeah. small differences. Um... But we digress. So, yeah, digress. Let's bring this back to um, creative tensions. So I think the, the question is, like, we, we've, kind of been, we've been talking about this episode, but maybe let's talk about, like, where do you experience your own tensions in your creative outlets? Like, writing. That's really, yeah. Right? Because, you know, this, like, this is all, like, it's, this is between two people, which makes it more complicated. But I can, think, I can think on my own creative processes and see the same tensions, like, inside. So it's helpful to see it with, like, you and, like, externalize it and be able to, like, name it and say, oh, this is what's happening. We're at, this, we're at the high dive and say, I'm, I'm about to jump in and say, I've grabbed my hand and <laughs> back. Um, so can you think of, like, how, like your own life, like how life gets in the way of your own creative tensions. Definitely. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think most creative tensions probably come from having another person. For me, I require alone time in order to do anything creative, anything. Like I wouldn't be able to sit in front of you and paint a picture or draw a picture for fun. I would need to like have 
Bob Ross paint night? Is that the question? I, like, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd need like, I'd, I'd need a room to myself. I would, to be honest, I'd need the house to myself. I will never do anything creative if Lauren or Matt's home. It's always when you guys are out or if Lauren's in bed. Mm. So I think creative freedom, like probably 75% of the effect is through people, whether or not they're a part of it or whether or not they're just in a vicinity. That's, that is interesting because, you know, this is a creative enterprise 603 uh, and that explains that's yeah that's interesting like I do like I do have to kind of like catch you like in uh, like, a, like a mood to be like yeah like alright like let's get the mics out uh-huh. and I think part of that is you know you you know you require like a that, that alone space so, like this is kind of like stretching maybe your creative normalness yeah and this I still count as a this is where I start getting a little bit hypocritical but if I hang out with Lauren if I hang out with Matt I don't count it as I'm hanging out with someone it's just it doesn't take any energy to hang out with Lauren or any energy to hang out with Matt because it's like a key it's like a receptor and a chemical or hormone like, the key fits the lock, and it doesn't cause any stress. If I'm with, like, certain other people, the key doesn't fit the lock, and it really takes a lot of energy to get that door open. Sam's currently studying for his uh, nursing finals. That was a nursing reference. Thank you. <laughs> um, Very good. You passed. So, yeah, I think some people are locking keys, and, they, and they're perfect. And some people are skeleton keys. Are you saying we're perfect? We're a perfect match? I'm saying for me, we're a good match, perfect match, because I don't get tired if I hang around with you. Mm. I'm not, I'm like a 50-50. I can hang out with people, but if I do, then just give me like 10 minutes to yeah. have a cup of tea. And, and I think that that's part of your, so that, yeah, your creative outlet and what you just said, like allude to you having some introverted qualities, getting energy, you know, from being alone. And that's one thing we said to each other when we first started living with each other was the amount of, like, ripping out, like, video games or whatever. It's not about actually playing the video game. It was just, like, that time to, I don't know. Just sit on the same couch. We don't have to say anything. Yeah. We can merely exist. And it's... Relaxing. What did you call it? Parallel play. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's more it's more than parallel play. This is like um like that you are re reenergizing by just, you know, sitting in the same butt print on this IKEA <laughs> couch. Like, I think uh, you re energize like, last night you went to jazz. Mm. Did you re energize from being around the people, from being around yourself, mm. or from being around the music. So I'm gonna, yeah, good, good question. I'm gonna bring this full circle again to creative tension. Okay. So tonight, I'm starting to figure out. I'm starting to figure out all of like Kingston's hidden little gems. One of which is um, jazz every Monday, and another is uh, once a month. There's a poetry um, reading at a local cafe in the evening, 
And I went to my first one last month, and it was just such an amazing experience. Just this quaint little cafe with maybe 30 people in there, and it just was safe and inviting, and the poetry was everything from romance to death and violence and you know, cats. Like just, it was so good. Um, so I'm going to poetry again tonight, and I'm going to try to drag Sam with me. He's giving me a nod, which means he might come. Might come, yeah. Um, so last night I was working, I was uh, trying to write a poem at the jazz club on my little moleskin journal uh, while listening to this like, five-piece band. And writing poetry is so painstakingly slow for me. I hate it. I have so much tension. I feel like I, you know, I'm like just backed up against a wall and I'm really like on the edge of something meaningful and something that is giving language to things in my heart that I cannot um, feel. But getting those words on paper is just grueling, even after two gin and tonics. Like it's just grueling. And um, I am so open to suggestions that people might have about overcoming that internal tension to be creative, whether it's painting or whether it's poetry or whether it's doing a podcast or a blog. Um, because the way that that wall comes down is with another person. I Most of my creative outlets happen in the context of me talking them out to somebody. And then it's like, okay, get a, get a pen because I need to jot down what's coming out because what's erupting out is the poem that I was trying to write on my own but was failing at. Um, so I'd like there to be less creative tension alone. Um, you know, so we're very opposite in how we, I just didn't realize that until just saying that out loud, but we're very opposite in how we are creative. You prefer being alone to write your music and raps and stuff. Um, and that I like can only do it right now in a space where there's other people listening and I'm able to kind of process externally. Yeah. External, internal. <laughs> uh, like a battery. <laughs> Negative, positive. Like, who's, who's the positive end? I'll lick you, and if I get a shock, I'll know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. I, yeah, that... Man, 10 out of 10. So, um, we're not closing our doors. We are... We're still probably going to plug away. I think the, the point we were going to also say yesterday was um, um, Matt's doing his own thing. He's traveling around, going to Europe. I'm going to Europe. Uh, we're not going together, unfortunately. Um, but Matt's going around and I'm going around, so we're probably going to see some people. Mm. I think our mission for each other was to try and... Um, grab some yeah some faces or some voices yeah if yeah you will, exactly for the podcast so hopefully this summer we can try and reel in a few fishes <laughs> and um and get some new people coming on and yeah. actually hit 17 people yeah we we have not interviewed 17 people <laughs> um yeah i'll be in kansas city a couple weeks this spring uh just big shout out to aaron and jasmine's wedding Reppin. Super excited. Um, 
I might do a live broadcast from the altar of 603, oh, marrying Aaron and Jasmine. And yeah, we'd love, we, this is a communal thing. We'd love for you to be a part of it. And I think with that. Oh, yeah. We can roll with this. Just me and Sammy. And a really big fish. Here we are, reeling you in. Slow and steady, you better be ready for more material. Coming up in the springtime sunshine. Here's Sammy T. Mm. Waiting for the drop. Waiting for the drop. Studio. 603 material eating a bowl of cereal mm. he's a squirrel mm. he's climbing up the tree to get some nuts and an acorn mm. it's spring look down you can see the daffodils growing up to your knees mm. my name is sammy t and passing my cover that was really romantic mm. you're on a walk i need to go take a walk i've been cooped up writing this 40-page paper, 10,000 words, gonna mm. get some publications, maybe get a medal, Olympic size, hang it up in the kitchen and get inspired to do so many creative things like raps with semi. Inspiration, living on a space station, ISS, I'm living up high, you can see me, I'm gonna <laughs> eat a pie, baked by Jess mm. Gillano, mm. hope it is... <laughs> Cherry. Mm. Cherry. Blackberry. <laughs> Peach. Apricot. Elderberry woods. Passion fruit. Passion fruit. Passion fruit. Kimchi. Mm. <laughs> Bring me mm. to the horizon. Mm. My cellular network is Horizon. Mm. AT&T. Give mm. me a phone call if you mm. ever want to chat. Or just text. That's cool too. We are looking for you <laughs> to be a part of this journey with us, Sam and me, up here in studio. 603. 603.